Welcome to the morning lesson and this is Miss Laura. I am telling a fourth grade story. This is part two of Thor and the three task. Our heroes, Thor, our mischief maker, Loki, and the human from Midgard, Thofli, the young farmer's son, all crossed over the Bifrost from Midgard to Jotunheim. Sol, the sun, and Mani, the moon, did not often travel to Jotunheim, but the Jotuns often tried to keep them, so Sol and Mani often kept their distance. You could see them in the sky, but they were so far away that they didn't provide very much light for the Jotun world. It was a cold place because of that. The frost giants lived in this cold world, but not all Jotuns were frost giants. Jotuns come, came in all kinds of sizes and shapes. Large Jotuns and small ones and Jotuns who could change their shape and their size. They were tricky beings. Well, just like Loki. Loki was a Jotun who became blood brother to Odin. Loki could change his shape and size. He must have felt right at home in Jotunheim. Luckily, the three came to a great hall that was abandoned and they could find relief from the cold night air. They crept inside and saw that the place was perfect to spend the night. They all lay down in the central great hall and they fell fast asleep. They were awoken in the middle of the night by a great earthquake. But as the palace was empty, they settled down and went to sleep once again. In the morning, they ventured out of the hall to see what the damage was. But there was no damage at all. Just a giant sleeping under a great tree. They looked back at the hall and saw that they had spent the night inside the giant's glove. The giant snored and when he snored, the ground shook. Now they knew what the great earthquake was. The giant woke up and he saw the three little ones. Thor was ready with his mighty Molnir hammer. And the giant saw Molnir in Thor's hand and quickly and quite cleverly decided on a different way to greet the Asgardian. Greetings, friends. I am so excited to see you here. Welcome, Thor. Welcome, Loki. Welcome, tiny human. Welcome to Jotunheim. Thor and Loki were immediately confused. Why was the giant greeting them so friendly? Everyone knew that Thor was the great enemy of all Jotuns. Now, 
The giant continued. I am Skimir. If you would like, I will travel with you for a while so that you don't get lost here in Jotunheim. Here, let me carry all of your things for you. And with that, Skimir the giant put all of their bags and their bedrolls and all the food that they were carrying with them, their backpacks and such, inside his bag and tied it up tight with a nice knot and slung it over his back. Now the happy little group followed their new guide until about midday. The giant yawned and said, Now then, I will have a brief nap and then we can continue on to the palace of Utgard Loki. He is, he is the king in these parts and will make you feel very welcome. I cannot go there myself, but he will certainly make a great feast for you. And the giant put the bag down with all their supplies and fell fast asleep. And he began to snore. Thor wanted to make lunch for himself, and the others were hungry too, of course. But the giant had fallen asleep before he opened his bag. Now, Thor wanted to make a lunch for himself. But the giant had fallen asleep before he opened his bag. And no matter what Thor and Loki and Thofli did, they could not untie the great knot that the giant had tied. All of their supplies were trapped in their bag. The giant fell into a terrible snore. It was so loud that it rattled the Thor's teeth and made the trees shake. Thor wanted to wake up the giant so that he could get to his gear. And so he shook the giant, but nothing happened. Then he decided he would give the giant a great big punch. And so he curled up his fist and thwomp. And the giant rolled over and he mumbled, Oh, I felt a squirrel drop a nut on me. And he fell right back to sleep. Next, Thor decided he would kick the giant awake. And he pulled back his foot. Whack! But again, Skimir mumbled in his sleep that a leaf had fallen on him and he tossed the other direction. Finally, Thor could not control his rage anymore and with mighty Molnir, he hit the giant on the head. The giant sat up and said, Oh my, I felt like a bird's feather must have fallen on me. Are there any birds about? Well, no matter. Now that I'm up, let us have our lunch. And he opened the bag and the food was served. Thor looked at his hammer and he looked at Loki and Thofli. And I am sure you can imagine how worried he must have been. After lunch was finished, the four continued on to the castle of Utgard Loki. 
Now here's where Skimir, the giant, made an excuse. And he said he could not continue on to the castle for he was not welcome there. No, he, he could not possibly go there for then the king may treat Thor and Loki poorly. They did not see Skimir run around the back of the entrance of the castle and they did not see Skimir transform himself into his true self, that of Utgard Loki. And as quickly as he could, he told his court what they should do. And all the things were made ready for their visitors. I'm going to pause here with the story. And uh, you can find the third part of the three tasks of, of Thor, Thor and the Three Tasks, in the next audio. Until then, bye!